Hello friends, welcome to Avatar The Last Airbender, the extended edition. I'm Ez. And I am Latine. And friends, we are back with another episode. We uh, we have finished the series, actually. Yes, we have. Just we are for... guilty of plowing through it. <laughs> binging. We are guilty of binging. Yes. And uh, not afraid to say it. Spent all last night watching this series. We love it. So uh, I think we said in episode one, we wanted to talk about the cast. Because I was sort of like, we just dove right in. So... Um, I wanted to meet them and get to know them. Mm -hmm. I did a little bit of research, and I have some information I want to share with you. I can't wait. Share with our listeners. And I hope people just get to know them a little bit better, you know, because we dove into this episode, and we had, uh, well, the series really didn't do any research going into it. I and mean, we cover right. multiple fandoms, and so we just we dove uh, right in there. But, um, okay, so let's start with the bad man himself, the main bad boy of the series. You know who I'm talking about. Dallas. Who do you think I'm talking about? Oh, the main bad... I mean, I would think, hopefully, you talk about the Fire Lord, but are you talking about That's Zuko? right. That's right. I'm talking about Gordon Cormier is Aang the <laughs> Avatar, the last airbender. He's a tatted up bad boy here to save the world. Uh, can we talk about his acting skills for a second? What do you think? What did you think of his performance so far bringing Aang to life? I know you thought I was going to go with the Fire Lord, but I mean, he's tatted up. He is. He has the <laughs> tattoos. People forget that. He's very Which childlike. And, oh, they look great. Yeah. And especially when they're glowing. They look yeah. really good. <laughs> no, but I, what do you think? I love his performance. He is such a great Aang because Aang is full of emotions. He's just a child, but he has to grow up in no time. He has yeah. to think everything he faces is hurting him inside. And you can see those emotions, those range of ranges of emotions in his face. He has really good facial expressions. Yes, I agree. Yep. His face just looks like so cute. Like such a, his big, the big eyes yeah. and the cool tattoos. He is just awesome. Fantastic job. What do you think? <laughs> uh, so I love him. He totally captures the spirit of Aang. Um, I think he stays playful. Mm -hmm. He's he's um he's a he's a really good cadence with his delivery. So because yeah. there's times where he's talking to Katara and and um his his master and just anyone really he has uh the serious playful kid um but yet can also deliver can go into like what um Gyatso taught him right wise can, lines like, yes you know yes. Yeah. Wisdoms, so, sorry, that's it. Wisdoms. Yeah, wisdoms. I mean, I think, you know, you said it earlier, like his, the things that he can do without dialogue are also really important. And I think that's the extra level that a lot of these actors have is that they can, without speaking lines, you're looking at their face, their body language, and how they convey emotions, a seriousness or empathy or whatever it might be. And I think he does that really well. So yeah. some of the things that he is sort of going through or some of the themes, I guess, that we discuss in Avatar is this responsibility or is it burden, you know? what? Mm -hmm. Is it both, right? Yeah. That he has this responsibility and burden. Identity, who are you? Aang needs to be uniquely different mm -hmm. from the other avatars, right? Yeah. So he does that. I, th I think, again, um, you know, Gordon is, is bringing all of himself into this character and he goes and he meets these very, very different avatars. Yes. So it's just, it's, it's really cool to see the way they're bringing it together. Um, friendship between team avatar is huge. And then letting go of the past, looking towards the future, and then finally providing hope to the world. Like, there's a lot of things that I think Aang has to do mm -hmm. in the series. And I just think he's done a really, really good job of sort of capturing all that. Also, right. we're like, there's definitely, I know there's some stunt doubles that are used in things. Okay. But um, I know that I was looking some stuff up on, mm -hmm. on him and he's a, a skateboarder. And so he's very athletic as well, too. Yeah. And he likes to kind of, you know, so I'm sure there's some That's of that. That's what I that, thought, that they do yeah. a couple of those stunts themselves because they need to be athletic 
I think both Zuko yeah. and Gordon. Uh, Zuko and Gordon. <laughs> Zuko and Gordon. Aang and Zuko. Yeah. Um, Katara has really cool moves that she shows off, and they need to be at least. I know this is those are different parts, right? Acting yeah, and yeah. conveying emotions, and yeah, I was wondering about that too. Like acting and the uh, fighting scenes is had two different things, and I, I, I was hoping they cast someone who knows kind of both, but I can yeah. see where they need for these great stunts. They need someone who trains day and night to yeah. do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So here's the thing. I think like in through the rest of this cast, you're gonna kind of see they all. Well, one, they're young, and then but some of them have real good martial arts skills, yeah. or they're they're like trained in in something. Uh, the stunt doubles are great as well, too. But they're, there's this mix of physicality as mm-hmm. well as emotion that yeah. they need to sort of convey and right. bring in Avatar. And, and they're, they're definitely doing it. So yeah. All right. Next up, we have Kiandio as in Katara. The bringer of change, Kiando is a First Nation Mohawk actress, singer, songwriter. She literally is Katara. So let's talk about yeah. her acting just a little bit. For me, I'll start. Yeah. She is unique. I think yeah. she's very unique. She's calm. She's collected. Yeah. She has an easy smile. I think yes. she just really makes everybody feel comfortable. She has like yeah. a stillness to yeah. her. And I know later on, like, as it picks up, I mean, she's definitely also a warrior. Mm-hmm. And, and the bringer of change, right, yeah. by the end of the series. But I think she's doing, a, like, an, like, an amazing job. I, I, the reason I wanted to go over the cast so much is because I think about Stranger Things mm-hmm. and, and how, well, it's, again, that's a young cast. True. And this is a very young cast. And so these individuals are doing, I think, a, a wonderful, wonderful job. Yeah. And she just has, um, like, a brightness to her, you know? Yes, I think she is, to me, I think... She's fantastic. She's to me almost a better Katara than the animated Katara. I okay, love Katara. Okay. Yeah. She's one of my favorite characters when I first started watching the season, and then and then later on there were. I mean, sorry, but there's it's a problem in Avatar: Last Airbender. It's a problem to say who's your favorite character. Oh yeah, for sure. No, yeah. Because I'm gonna do it. They're later all on, but yeah, I know. <laughs> so good. They all have their own journey development. It's so well done, and yeah. I have such a hard time picking. And same thing with the acting, uh, the actors, the yeah. roles they play. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, they're all, the, and, and they're all really good. So like, again, I think that's the thing too, is that as we go through this list of, of um, cast members, these, these actors and actresses, they are all good. They're yeah. all, the reason I wanted to do this whole episode is because as we're going through, I'm like, uh, okay, that, that, that kid's awesome. This person's awesome. Yeah. This person's great. Yeah. Like their, their delivery. It. <laughs> yeah. It's like over and over and over again. I'm like, they're doing an amazing job. As I learned more about them and some of their roots and their culture mm-hmm. too, I thought that was super important that, uh, Netflix decided to sort of bring this into the show. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. That she has this, definitely this water tribe vibe to her. Yeah. And I love how she, how you said she is more calm yes and innocent and the katara we know from the animated show she's more even more oh let's go let's do this i want to fight her and even though that you know we were hoping to get that but i like her version of katara i like it more (laughs) to be honest i thought you would i mean i because i i I know what you mean she's very um it's not that this character is not strong. She is strong, but yes. in a more quiet, yeah. sort of reserved way. But like uh, everything that she does is sort of in her in her face and in yeah. her smile and just in her soft words mm-hmm. and, and stuff. And then she grows into the, she has these warrior moments, yeah. too. So I guess what I mean, too, is that the characters, we know that they have this wide range of emotion. They're very mm-hmm. dynamic. And so the actors have to be able to pull that off, too. Right. And for young actors like this, that this is like their big role. Right. It's amazing to kind of see that they've been able to pull that off. So she definitely has. 
Uh, she's also a singer, and so I keep kind of wondering, are they going to throw a, like a oh, song oh, in? Is that be so, fun? I mean, Wait, you know, is I, mean, she I, I don't know. I was wondering in the animated series, did she ever do any? Yeah, I mean, she. Iroh did. Iroh was the one who right. was singing. We have the secret tunnel song, but she didn't sing that oh, yeah. one. So <laughs> unfortunately, okay. that was cool. Yeah, but it would be kind of cool. It'd be kind of cool if they did something in season two for her. Throw a little something in there. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Ian Owsley, who is Sokka. And I literally mean he is Sokka. Uh, in his own live action way. So Ian is a mixed race Native American and a Cherokee tribe member with a black belt in Taekwondo. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Yes, huh? That's yes, awesome. Huh? Yeah, I know. It's really cool. So there's actually a bunch of uh, videos of him that I that I found where he's just kind of going through some of his training and different things. And I'm thinking, okay, we're going to get maybe like season two, season three, some more leveled up soccer. I mean, he does some great stuff yeah. in season one, but I just feel like there is some untapped potential, you know, choreography or something coming down the line. Was, some epic oh, moments, absolutely. Right? I mean, Sokka has to have his big sword choreography yeah, right. playing out later. So, But you're saying Ian could maybe train Maria in real life. Oh, yeah, probably. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, actually, probably. Yeah, which is kind of funny, right? Because, yeah. I mean, she's tra- training him. And so, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it was like a really, r- really cool. I So the thing with Sokka is this. I actually, of, of, you know, going into this and just being a fan of the animated series, I was nervous for this actor, mm-hmm. right? I yes. was like, okay, he's going to have to really pull this off. Mm. Um, he has to be a warrior. He has to be an engineer. And he has to be a hero. Yeah. Right. And he is literally all of those things. He does all of that in this role. And the main thing is he has to be he has to be humorous. Right. He's the funny. Yeah. And in, in his own way, he is the funny guy. And it's yes. just the it's the dryness of his humor. It's the delivery. Yep. It's his facial expressions. I in episode two, when he has the, the, the little dance sort of choreography scene. Right. Um, with Maria. I when she pulls his face back to him or yeah. whatever, I, I could I could have spit out my god. He he looks so goofy. Yeah. He looks so goofy and in like in love with her and she's sort <laughs> yeah. of like knowingly like, okay, this guy's into me, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like and it's perfect. I think he does just a fantastic yeah. job. And he is a fan favorite character. I know people mm-hmm. really like him a lot. Um a lot of the students that I teach will talk about Sokka being the you know, their main guy. Yeah. And he's just everything in the series. So I feel yeah. like he it, it's so a, relatable too. Because Yeah, yes. He's he, not a bender. Right. He's not a bender. He he doesn't have special powers. He's the normal right. guy. Yeah. And somehow he has to make it work and, and find his own path and yeah, his yeah. arc is also great. And I think it's cool that they didn't overdo it because you know, in the animated show, which is very targeted for kids, uh, was a lot of humor, which was great. But, yeah, but sometimes yeah. you're like, oh, yep, that's cute, but not always necessary. And I think they did a great job having balance with his humorous yeah. side and then his also his uh, serious side. Right, because because you can overdo it. You can mm-hmm. you can um, c- comedy is a hard thing to pull off. Mm-hmm. And I felt like. Yeah, in the animated series, same thing that you said, which is it's over the top. You can do yeah. so many different things in drawings. You can make his face go crazy and do like you can have his jaw yeah. drop right around. Right, <laughs> then they I do mean, that. <laughs> yeah, Ian can't really pull that off. But yeah. it's it's this is something I felt like he he brought his own Sokka, yeah. and it's a it's very close, very close. He even looks a lot like, and yeah. he's got that. I don't know, just his fit. He he just fits. He just fits perfectly, and I, I felt like he was. Just a great, a great call for Sokka, and I love him, yes. and I can't wait to see more of him. I can't wait to see more of his skills uh, play out in season two and season three. So, yeah. okay, now let's move into a few more fiery characters. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? Absolutely. Okay, Dallas Lou is Zuko. Is Zuko? Yeah. This this is really cool. So, I for me, I think he is. So I said Sokka is is a character you have to get right, but 
Zuko is probably more so important, don't you think? Absolutely, because yes. He's everything. All the all the dynamic yeah. pieces to his character right. and and just his arc. If you know the whole story, season one, two, and three, where he goes, where he starts. Yeah. And they already started doing some of that in terms of flashbacks in season one. So I thought we were going to just see Zuko be this angry kind of uh, pent up, you know, character who was just you know single mindedly going after the Avatar. Right. They went. They showed us all sorts yeah. of emotions with him in flashbacks for me he's the perfect Zuko he is um he's intense his acting is emotional he has a ton of range uh in flashbacks we see him as a calm boyish optimistic we see him as caring mm -hmm. and kind uh and then we see him as distant yeah alone angry driven right so and he also has a ton and you can tell this right he has a ton of martial arts talent yeah he he I'm oh, so you can tell he yeah. does, because I, I looked it up, too, and I was like, he had to have some sort of skill or some training, yes. and he definitely does. That's pretty cool to see. Also, um, Dallas actually met with Dante Bosco. Oh, yeah. And what a, such a nice guy. He was like, oh, there was, I mean, he really said that was such a burden because everyone, the whole fandom, loves yeah. you, Dante. Right, You were right. the perfect Zuku. I grew up with you as Zuko. Yes. His voice, yeah. it's just, you're Zuko. Yeah. And they were both so nice, so cordial, so, like, you yeah. know, appreciative towards one another that they both bring their version of Zuko to life and yeah I thought it was wonderful that they it, yeah, got to meet I, yeah that they called it that their team sort of got together and yeah. that before he went into the role he sort of asked him you know about just for some tips and advice and then it was just respect both ways mm -hmm. you know what I mean which I thought was really 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 cool uh, we'll actually put a link to that interview in the description because mm -hmm. I really think you guys should go check it out it's a lot of fun just to see them going back and asking different things uh, about the character and, and the, yeah. you know what they have to bring to it in terms of the emotion and the range mm -hmm. uh, that they had to sort of provide. To yes, because there so. were some fantastic scenes. We see a lot of the when we have the flashbacks of young Zuko, who is, I don't know, he has this innocent chipper like yeah. he, even with Iroh with his uncle when he gets ready and helps him he's just such a sweet boy actually he is and yes. yeah how that changes they do a lot of like this uh looking in the mirror and mm -hmm, then you have mm -hmm. flashback smiling boy yep versus then the angry teenager who is yeah, yeah. just full of scarred hate right now and scarred, scarred absolutely yeah. yep. and and he does that so well yeah yeah he really does and i thought like that is what did it for me i mean i, mm -hmm. I didn't think they were to get people sort of locked into this character and all of these different characters to go to the flashbacks and to bring some things that maybe we see later in season two and season three, just hints or, or just sort of speckling this in here throughout season one yeah. was really important because I am so locked in. Right. When he is angry, he is angry. Yeah. When he is, I mean, he's so lost sometimes yeah. and he's, uh, he's, he's, he's an outcast. He's also mm -hmm. like, you know, I mean, we're going to get, I don't want to do any spoilers yet because we have yeah. other, other summaries to, to come, but like the reveals in this and even some of the things that I think they changed from the animated mm -hmm. series to make his character even more dynamic and uh, had to have more depth. Yeah. The changes that they made for the live action were, were huge. So yeah. it was just, he's cool. He's great. So Dallas, Dallas Liu is Zuko. I mean, just a, also a shout out to, uh, the makeup team, his scar looks fantastic. Not, oh, yeah. you know, not over the top because, in the, again, in the animated show, it's a huge, like, red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost yeah. half of his face. Right. And they did just, you just know, enough. good, subtle. You can see it for sure, but mm -hmm, it's not mm -hmm. over the top. And 
yeah, yeah. It just looks really cool yeah it is really cool he's he's great so okay uh now that leads us to my favorite character and honestly <laughs> one of my favorite actors right. so this is paul sung hyung lee uncle iroh the dragon of the west yeah holy smokes so he is a uh, south korean canadian actor um i love that he is a huge nerd He's a huge nerd. Yeah. I think he's into Star Wars and other other fandoms. He's clearly into Avatar. You know, they said when they were casting mm-hmm. uh, for this show, you had to be a fan of the That's anime. Awesome. Yeah. You know, just right? like Luna. Just like... Um, yes, yes. Uh, Iv- Ivana Lynch. Oh, my yeah. gosh. She was a huge fan. And it- Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And I think that's, that is important because then you know the characters. You know not just only your character, but you know the other characters in depth too. And you care. Yeah, for sure. You care about those characters. For sure, for sure. Yeah. And I so I think that is huge that they got mo- like yeah. everyone sort of had some background, some understanding uh, to what the series yeah. is and what it is meant to people. Uh, so, yeah. Now he and then I'll just say this. So the reason I think he's so perfect for this, um, he's literally the heart. So Uncle Iroh is the heart and soul. Yeah. He is the heart and soul of mm-hmm. this series. Mm-hmm. So you had to get this right. And I just feel like Paul brings he has a warmness to him, you know, yes, a sincerity to him. Oh and yeah, it's such a friendly face. Yeah, yeah, he's so easygoing, mm-hmm. and I I've seen a lot of interviews with him because I've seen him in in Mandalorian, and mm-hmm. he sort of got into who he is. He just I I can't explain it, but something about his energy and his spirit, what he puts off, is just so good and kind. Yeah. And there's a there's a deeper sort of almost a humorous wisdom. You know, yes. he almost has like wisdom with humor at the same time. You're like, wow, this is Which this is guy is Uncle Iroh. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. know exactly. So that's why he is literally. Uh, he's he's perfect. He's act, he's the actual perfect uh, casting here. So, yeah. um, but what do you think? Just to, how has your uncle Iroh experience been? I'll say this before, just to kind of lead you into to your thoughts. I have never cried or choked up so many times <laughs> over one character, and it's 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 wow. Cue the music, yeah. and then right, I know, right, <laughs> and it's over, <laughs> and it's over. The, the music hits, and then he just had. You can see in his face you can see his face drop and you can see him go backward in his eyes mm-hmm. to, to memories oh, and yeah. you're like wow and, and yet that's that's there that is all just in your presence in your demeanor and he yeah. does that i'm just like wow dude holy smokes yeah i mean i, I, I cried three or four times at least i'll, I'll admit it yeah <laughs> and if you're not crying i don't know who you I, again like i said click off you don't need to be watching this series <laughs> i love that they made him mm, a center like a very center character or or a, what do you call it? Like, a, yes, he is a main character for sure. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I think wherever Zuko is, it's almost like Uncle Iroh's right there. And even though, yes, that is the case also in the animated show, it feels like even more here in the yeah. live action show that he's yep. he's very present. They, they, they brought him forward yeah. more yeah. because... When I'm first watching this, when when you first introduced me to it, watching season one, and I'm not really, he just seems like he said he felt like a comedy character to me. Mm-hmm. He's he's all, he's all about yeah. food. He's all about different things. He's very lighthearted, calm down. So don't take it takes a while serious. until you learn his backstory oh, and my why he is the way he is and but what then, happened to him for sure. But then, 
as you go back on a rewatch, and I, I challenge anybody to go back and do this, watch season one, the animated series, and look for hidden bits of wisdom and yeah. what he says. And this show yeah. literally captured all of that. We're going to talk about it in the next episode, some of the very subtle things that Uncle Iroh does that are just nods to greater wisdom, power that show he's a master, but show mm-hmm. it in a humorous, right. kind way, a very different way. Right. That makes sense. And it's so. difficult to deliver those lines really convincingly. And I think Paul did a fantastic job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. So, OK, uh, keeping it fiery here, we're moving on to uh, Daniel Day Kim, Fire Lord Ozai, Ooh. the second son yeah. Brother of Uncle Iroh, yep. father of Zuko. They're calling him the Fire Daddy online. <laughs> That's what they're calling him, the Fire I Daddy. It. I swear to you, which is which is actually wild. Uh, there's there are interviews where he is responding to thirst tweets from fans. I've seen it, and it's it's crazy. He's an awesome actor, though. He's actually been in, in quite a few different things. So I do think he was the the, the perfect choice for Fire Lord Ozai. And yeah. I hope you're noticing a theme here. I think this series was perfectly cast yes perfectly i agree i can't think of a single Mm-mm. one of these ca- cast members that i've been like i don't really know right yeah. no even like just everything about the cast has been perfect so mm-hmm. yeah they're putting a lot of money thought effort into the show uh fire lord ozai is a jerk he's misguided yeah i don't like him which is exactly what we need from daniel day kim we needed yeah. that and and he, he i just mm. so uh yeah what do you think so i remember when he first showed up was that the end of episode one i first? think so even like episode yeah. one or two uh, they showed us a glimpse of him and I thought right. it was great. It was a great entry into yeah. the show and then yeah, I mean, he is very intimidating and yeah. has this smile on his this like little smile on his like face which is a, sinister. an evil, sinister yep. like, and he's you can tell he's smart. He has a plan For sure. and he outplays everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see that throughout the series that we, our characters think they're protecting the world from the fire nation but the fire nation seems always or uh the fire lord seems always a step ahead of them you know i i also think too one of the things that he has to do is still seem like a oh how do you put this almost like because at times it does seem like he cares about his kids i know and it gives me hope like oh does he actually care about zuko but is it is it misguided in some way like what like what's his deal because there are moments where you're like oh he's really close to just trying to guide them or teach them or grow them Mm -hmm. um but then you start to go it seems like he's using them you know and he's turning them into weapons and tools and so uh yeah i I just think he but you wonder that's probably because he was brought up that way yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, it's, again, this this goes. This is the hundred years, right, of of fire lords just being oppressive right. and and just right. this whole kind of thing, right? So it's a culture um, mm-hmm. that that Zuko will have very to very military culture, yeah, right. Yeah. All right. So uh, keeping again, keeping it fire, uh, we have Lizzie Yu who plays Azula. Oh, I was blo- sorry to yo give it to me. Jump in here, but I was blown away by her entrance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, uh, totally unexpected. Um, she was this minor character we thought who was a little girl who um, acted like she her family was attacked by the Fire Nation. Right. And then she reveals herself. Oh, she's I think she looks like I mean, Azula has to just represent this strength, ambition, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. athleticism. Yep. Yep. Like this fire, you know, yeah. she is fire. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is. And her look on her face, it's Azula. And I'm so excited to see how she's going to play that in the end, you know, the crazy Azula. Oh, well, okay. Okay. That leads me. So some of my points with her is that, you know, we've, 
she is uh, again a, a young actress, and I think this is one of I think this is her biggest role. Um, mm-hmm. And so for her to come out and show this intensity, mm-hmm. she has this. It's the stare. It's the yes. look. It's it's in her eyes. She's intense. But yet you can, I don't know how she does it. I, I honestly don't know. But it's, you can see a craziness. Yeah. You can actually see this like lucid sort mm-hmm. of nature in her eyes. Just and a hint of it. Just yeah. a hint. I but mean, oh, it's, it's going to grow bigger. Right. And so you can see the madness yeah. sort of growing. And I just think her entry, as you said, into the series was really cool. No one saw that coming, mm-hmm. I don't think. And just the fact that she was able to, it, it really showed how she can manipulate people yes. and that she is learning from her father who is manipulating mm-hmm. people. Right. Mm-hmm. And two can play at that game. She's tr- she's trying to pick up on what he's putting down and she's very manipulative. And I just yeah. feel like she's pulling that off really well. The crazy thing is I saw a few interviews with her. She is the sweetest. She is the sweetest girl. Yeah. She's so easygoing in the interviews and she's so nice and she has such a, a big like smile and she's so isn't that often like, the case that the villains are like actually oh, very goofy people like right. um uh Draco Draco Malfoy I forget yeah. what his actor's name is but Tom Felton Sorry did I say Draco Malfoy <laughs> I meant Lucius Malfoy Yeah So yes Tom Felton described the actor that plays Lucius as just this funny guy and he just sometimes or just like Ralph Fiennes Yeah Voldemort Yeah Yeah they just do things on the spot and yep. they're just, they need that. I think that that's the, that's the art of acting where they completely show a different side that they, yeah. they don't really are, they, they're not really that person in real life, but they can be mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. dark side person just in the it's, movies. When it's they an act. art. Yeah. It's a, it's a talent, it's right? That's what they're, that's what they're bringing to the character. And mm-hmm. I just, I, I actually read and I've seen a lot of interviews where, where people talk about the process of getting into that person yeah. and getting into like bringing that in that energy. You have to conjure it. Like mm-hmm. if you don't, if you can't convey that, it looks fake. It looks false. Yeah. We're not connecting to it. So it will take you out of the series if you're not able to do it. Yeah. So Lizzie, she's doing that. I mean, yes. she I don't know how. Um, some people will kind of make jokes that like, oh, no, maybe you conjured some of the own create your own mm-hmm. craziness inside of you mm-hmm. uh, in, in, into the character. And we're all we all, you know, are, are dynamic. But I just feel like that. She came out and I just was sort of blown away by yeah. her. I'm not, you know, again, I very much, uh, I'm easily entertained. And so as a series I is taking so too, me. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, <laughs> so I mean, not I, about you, about me. No, I, I think we both, both are, right? Us, yeah. yeah. I mean, but like, like oh, that's awesome. <laughs> the characters we're meant to not like, we're just like, I don't like them. But yeah. now as I get to know some of the actors behind them, I'm like, Azul is interesting. She's okay. Before yeah. I was just like, okay, enough of her. She's crazy. Get her off the screen. <laughs> beat her up, you know, get like yeah. move on. But when I don't know for some reason when I can't it goes get to enough live of her. action, I know, I know. Really, I like, like truly, I am always happy to get more scenes of her because she's yeah. just doing such a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and her action scenes are are great. She's just intense. Yeah, she brings an intensity, and in it's yes, she does strength. Wild. I don't know. It it's not the strength that I would look for, like to have yeah. like Katara's like calm strength, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a raw like. Oh yeah, just oh, yeah. driven by ambition, mm-hmm. such a Slytherin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, such a sl- yeah. Harry Potter in here. Such a Slytherin. Um, but it's somehow it is fascinating. That's the perfect word. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah she is. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So now again, this has been our transitional episode where we kind of talk about the main cast, and then we're moving from episode one into episode two and three. Um. All right. Before we move over into episode two, though, uh, let's go over a good transitional character. Here is Maria Zhang. Such a cute smile. <laughs> 
<laughs> Such a cute smile. She is a Polish-born Chinese actress who plays Suki. Yeah. And I just was blown away by her performance. Here's the thing. So during the animated series, I wasn't a huge fan of Suki for some reason. Right? I, just, I don't know why. Okay. Uh, it either took too long to get into her mm -hmm. or I'm not really sure. But in the live-action show, Suki's awesome. Yeah. She is absolutely awesome. So I rooted for her in Sokka right away. Uh, Maria has good moves. She has good presence on screen. And she was totally a convincing warrior, yet a young girl who has never left home. Uh, yeah. She was curious about those newcomers, but also super intense when she needed to be. Mm -hmm. And from what I can tell, uh, this is like her first sort of major acting role at all. Wow. Right? Now, I bring that up because... That to me was impressive. When I looked her up, I thought for sure I would find a list of various roles mm -hmm. and things that she had been in. Um, there are a few. There's a couple things here and there. But I was amazed because I really was watching her on screen. And I was like, she's she's got to be in a ton of stuff. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah. She, she's got to be because she I, I don't know what it, her eye gaze. Everything, she's got an intense can, stare. Oh, my God. Of curiosity, though. For sure. And yeah. then she just conveyed. So, again, they all are conveying so much emotion. All yes. of these cast members are doing such a good job. And I, I, I normally don't talk about this type of stuff. Yeah. I normally just talk about the story, the plot, the characters, the foreshadowing, the actual dialogue and the quotes and stuff. But these cast members are killing it. Yes. Absolutely killing it. So for me, I just, I, again, was, was blown away. Um, are you team Suki or not? Oh, of course I am. Yes, okay. absolutely. Okay. So make sure. I, just a hint at, um, I think her name, I think her name is Amber mid thunder she plays princess yue yeah and uh i think also f such a good choice yeah. i mean she looks perfect like yue and i couldn't decide like i don't know i i like suki i like yue but i'm i am rooting for suki and Sokka. Yeah. yeah i and i like suki i liked suki in the original series i thought she was yeah. a strong yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, non-bender woman right. Awesome. I, I think over time, I, I I did, you know. So like initially, I was sort of like, what, you know? Is this just? I mean, you're you're curious about her. She's curious yeah. about Sokka, and I was kind of like, whatever. But the way they've, I don't know, for some reason, she just something about this character popped. Yeah. And I think being in episode two, uh, I don't know. I feel like she's going to be a fan favorite, and people yeah. are really going to be uh, rooting for her and Sokka. No, you absolutely, know? she's awesome. So. Uh, yeah. What I think about the entire cast, they all seem, and like you said, they're all very young, but they all seem so confident and comfortable with their roles. Yeah. And I have not seen, I have not done any research. I have not seen as many uh, videos of them as you have. And I have no idea if that's true, but it feels like they are just a big family. I can just imagine yeah. the yeah. cast at the set and just having fun together and, mm -hmm. but then bringing it when they need to. And yeah. I just feel like, yeah, it, it comes across in, in the entire show so far. I think when, I think when a show is, is cast this well, it makes mm -hmm. me wonder more about those production things and like mm -hmm. what they do yeah. to bring all these characters and kids together mm -hmm. with also seasoned actors, you know, older actors as well yeah. that just make it all mix really well. And, and right. I, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of read, you know, retakes that they have to do and different stuff, but they have coached them up and the kids themselves are also just really good. Yeah. It, it really does make me think of of um, Stranger Things yeah. and how well those kids performed. And that's why that's been like a worldwide sort of phenomenon, right? Yes. It's been like people people know about Stranger Things and it being a Netflix show and this being a Netflix show, they've done it again to yeah. me. They, I mean, I, whether people like this, this style of 
yeah, there was something different about Stranger Things in terms of it being really strange and weird right. and different. Uh, and this being more of your classic sort of uh, fantasy right. arcs and stuff and hero journey or whatever. And maybe people don't like that as much. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, it's the number one show on Netflix right now. And it will be for a long time. And it's yeah. it is good. I it think is. it's going to grow. We've been watching. We've actually watched it over and over now. Yep. We've got it on the background right now. Right playing. now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's awesome. But Maria was great. And I just wanted to kind of, as we transition in episode two, I wanted to, to pull that out. And I don't yeah. know if I mentioned it. She is a Polish-born um, mm -hmm. Chinese actress. Yes, you did. Mm -hmm. Which is cool. That I is just think cool. her yeah. parents, This, I mean, a connection to you and I a little bit, yeah. they, they actually met and they, well, you know, we had English as a common language, but they right. didn't have a common language at first. Probably, yeah. They're both artists and, yeah. and they kind of met together and they learned uh, a language cool. together and then kind of fell in love. And I thought that was really just a Aww. neat, neat story. So anyway, uh, so there's some of your major, there's again, more cast members. I just went down sort of our main cast mm -hmm. here to take us into, into episode two. I told you guys last episode I wanted to do that and uh, I really wanted to get to know them a bit more. So there we go. Uh, we'll bring them up throughout our reviews and go follow them. I got links to all their social medias down in the description and i just again blown away loving it i have uh i now have some i don't know some more favorite actors that i want right. to see in other things as well yes. too and i can't wait to see them in season two and season three okay friends well hey thank you for extending your avatar experience with us uh we are jumping off of here and we'll be back with episode two and episode three if you have thoughts that you'd like to share with us then send us a message at the flannel wizard at gmail.com and don't forget to follow us over on instagram at the extended edition have a great day we'll see you next time yep yep Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.